0: This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Just for those who may have missed it, we are talking about 46
1: days. Israeli women, children, babies, infants, and elderly people, and men and women as well, are being held by Hamas for 46 days uh, in inhumane conditions, in direct violation of everything that is right and human. We will start seeing some of them back. But I can assure you that the aim of our war against Hamas is to dismantle Hamas and that what we're seeing now is just one milestone in the bigger scheme of things to get an opportunity to get hostages back. And then we will continue fighting Hamas until we eradicate them.
0: Don't ask me what you know is true. Don't have to tell you I
1: love your precious heart I I was standing You were there
0: my favorite songs in excess never tear us apart something tells me it may be big mix birthday today lewis or heavenly birthday mick hutchinson what's the deal with him
1: michael hutchinson michael hutchinson that's right well you're friends you called him mick
0: yeah i called him mick (laughs) uh, sadly when he uh, committed suicide okay hung himself with a belt it was asphyxia during a um, during sex
1: Yeah,
0: erotic. uh, Erotic. How about stupid?
1: Yeah, well, that's before erotic,
0: right? Erotic. (laughs) Uh, Also, the great Corey Zelnick, who I love dearly and I do wish Corey, his beautiful wife, Jessica, his great daughter, Bailey, and uh, son, Max, the happiest of Thanksgivings. He tells me, um, Justin, that it's not about friendship, that Pat McAfee pays Aaron Rodgers yeah. A million dollars. Yes, he does a get million.
1: paid. He does get paid, yeah. A million. Right. I, I would imagine he gets paid. It's a weekly appearance. Uh,
0: that's a lot of money.
1: Of course a million. It is. Of
0: course it is. Yeah, so every Tuesday, that's the deal. All right, so you heard there <laughs> from uh, Jonathan Conricus, Lieutenant Colonel and IDF spokesperson, and he said what I wanted to hear, which is, look, the hostages will come home, and as soon as they get home, we're going to go right back and kill these people. That's the bottom line. This is not going to be a four-day pause or a ten-day pause where the war is over. At least that's what Conrique said. Let's go to Israel. Hillel Fuld joined us a couple of weeks ago. His brother Ari murdered by Palestinians about five years ago. Now Hillel has become a huge voice in the state of Israel just outside Jerusalem on this Wednesday morning. Good
1: morning, Hillel. Good afternoon. How are you?
0: I'm great. I was um, humbled when you and uh, Judah Honigman actually contacted me and said so. Hillel enjoyed his appearance on your show last week so much, and he was shocked to see how popular you were. <laughs> you
1: actually did that say that, true. yes? It's a ton of people, a ton. In Israel or back in the states? I mean, the internet is global. I got a ton of feedback on you know just from friends around the world. Wow, that's awesome. Well, listen, I I really want your opinion because you're
0: in Israel, you're a huge voice for Israel, and your brother, again, and I'm so sorry to say this, was murdered by Palestinians a couple of years ago, and you carried the torch in brilliant fashion. The hostage release, I I had somebody on yesterday, Judah, in fact, who doesn't like it. He wants to continue to bomb these people, kill these people, basically at the cost of anything. Then I had Siggy Flicker on, and she said, look, Israelis value each and every life so much. We'll give them a thousand soldiers. We don't care. We want our people home.
1: How does Hillel fold feel about this? First of all, like most things in life, there's nuance here. And, you know, black and white is not real life. That's number one. Number two, uh, let's not forget the personal aspect here. I can't pretend that the the, uh, nightmare that I've, um, you know, of Ari's murder getting out has not been in my head for the past 24 hours. Uh, thankfully he's not on the list, but you know that's that adds a whole different level of complexity in terms of just emotional you know well being um but the truth is you know there is nuance in other words, I feel strongly that we're making a bad move from a strategic perspective and that we're incentivizing them to you know kidnap more people and we're giving them a feeling of victory, so that eats at me, and it, you know it's horrible on the other hand, we are a compassionate nation who values life you know above everything We need to understand when when we say we, we value life above everything, you know anyone who knows. Anything about Judaism knows that Torah is our book of of life. This is how we live life. And almost everything in the Torah, almost everything in the Torah is canceled to save a life. It's, it's the most important value in Judaism. And so if we could save one life, then, yeah, we need to do what we need to do. It's, it's as hard as it might be. And so the thought of having 50 or even 100 hostages come back to their family and to the embrace of their you know, brothers and sisters and parents and grandparents, you know, just, just the, the morale that it will cause you know, in the country and how we, we finally feel like you know, we're achieving something, I think you know, it's, it's a deal that we have to, we have to agree to as, as hard as it may be.
0: But I think you made a really good point, which is they kind of win. I mean, they did this for that reason. I mean, some of it was selfish. They took young girls to rape them and have fun. And I'm terrified to see how some of these young girls will look like when they come home and what they've been through. I don't even want to hear about it. But most of it was strategic. Let's take these hostages so somewhere down the road we can stop the war. We can get our people out. We can pause it. So if you really think about it that way, well, yes, every life is important. And if it was my child, believe me, Hillel, I'd be at the front of the line celebrating. From a
1: war standpoint, don't they win today? Right. So, so, again, we have to separate between emotions and, you know, strategy. Emotionally, of course, I mean, I see the celebrations and it eats at me, you know, from the inside. It, it's horrible. But is that, is that the way to, you know, to manage a war based on what our enemies will feel and how they will feel about it? I don't think that's the way to run a war, and so we need to do what's right, uh, and what's right for us is to bring our people back. I mean, you know, when, when the government was voting for it last night and, and several parties announced that they were not going to support it, all that I could think of was these families, these poor families. What, what is the government going to tell them? I'm sorry. We had the chance to bring your loved one back, and we didn't do it. How, how do you tell a family that? So, it's listen, I, well, you know, all I can say is thank God. Well, I'm,
0: uh, how do you tell a family that uh, is what America is, does, too? I mean, I hate to tell you this, but I remember uh, Kayla Miller. She was a young, beautiful American girl who was kidnapped by ISIS. One of these animals actually made her his American wife and raped her every day. And my friend Stephen Sowitz, who was also uh, taken, his mother Shirley talks to me still to this day. Sutloff, I should say. And both of those families reached out to Barack Obama and said, We'll give them money. We'll do whatever it takes. We want our kids home. And Obama said, and I quote, we do not negotiate with hostages, with um, terrorists, I should say. Now, we lied because he made that awful Bo Bergdahl deal down the road. But there are governments who just draw the line at negotiating with terrorists. And the question becomes, what does 236 people mean when you're talking about thousands and thousands out there to kill us in this war?
1: Well, first of all, it's important to mention that Barack Obama doesn't negotiate with terrorists. He just hands—he just hands them billions of dollars with no negotiation. So good for him. (laughs) But uh, the reality is, you know, I want to believe that Israel has the ability to act once we do release these these prisoners. uh, And if you know any of these, and I'm sure many of them will return to terror, we'll do what we need to do. And we have the you know intelligence, we have the ability, and that will happen. So I do I do kind of you know a little bit
0: take comfort in that.
1: to your happy
0: place for a happy price go to your happy price price line uh, oh well, yeah, but, that, but, but according to what i 'm reading, these are not going to be the guys or terrorists that they're letting out. these are going to be women and children, Palestinian women and children at least that 's what we 're reporting here in the united states
1: let me uh let, let me just if I may correct you there uh your your premise if I may is a little bit uh I don't know, mistaken in that you, you're assuming that Palestinian women and children are not murderers and terrorists. I I need to remind you that Ari's terrorist was 16 years old. I agree. So we yeah. have women and children in the Palestinian, you know, uh, uh, you know, society that are full-blown terrorists and murderers. And the truth is, from what I've read, that we're not letting out. You know, actual murderers uh, who have blood on their hands, but we are letting out several people who tried to have blood on their hands. So it's not ideal, but again, we need to bring our people back. We can't, you know, as as hard as it is to see them celebrating, and it it is hard. It eats at me. I'm telling you, but uh, you know, you just got to do what's right, and you need to ignore, you know, how they feel. And they 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 lie to their people. Oh yeah, they didn't. The the IDF didn't achieve anything militarily. Give me a break. We completely took over Gaza. It's, It's ridiculous. These people lie. When they breathe, they open their mouth, they lie. So, you know, it is what it is. You gotta do what's right.
0: What is uh, the morale like there in Israel? You know, tomorrow, of course, here in America, where you live, you live in New Jersey, uh, we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. I don't think you guys celebrate Thanksgiving in Israel. Maybe you do. I don't know. But what is the morale like now, uh, six, seven weeks later, the possibility of hostages coming home? Or Do you feel like it's different, or do you feel like Israelis are just as angry today as they were on 10-7?
1: So it's, it's a very complicated thing. I mean, on the one hand, we're, we're you know, more unified than we've ever been. Uh, on the other hand, you know, I don't think anyone uh, thinks this is an easy deal to strike. I think we're all torn. Um, and so, but we're in it together. That's the difference. I think, you know, just a few months ago, there was an unbelievable divide in, in Israeli society. Now we're unified, uh, you know, stronger than ever. And so, yeah, we're going through this together. It's hard. It's You know, it's tough, and it's not something that— You know, most nations or countries have to deal with, but at least, you know, we're in it together. So I I do think, you know, there's a lot of sadness, there's a lot of mourning, but I do think there's cautious optimism that uh, we know what we need to do. We know we're going to do it. We're going to win this war. Gaza and Hamas will be no more the way it was. It won't be a situation where Gaza, you know, is right up to our border and they're accumulating sophisticated weapons from Iran day in day out. That is not a reality that's going to return. The, the status quo is over, and so that gives us, a, you know, a reason to hope and to be optimistic. Uh, and I just hope and pray that the government, you know, keeps their word, and as soon as this deal is over, we, you know, go straight back into doing what we need to do, which is obliterating Hamas from this earth. Uh, and anything less than that, as far as I'm concerned, you know, is some, is, is lost.
0: Agreed. Halal Fold, if you're in Israel right now looking to start up a business, call my friend Halal Fold today, the brother of Hiro Ari Fold. And I, I don't know about you, but, you know, when I hear that uh, the Israelis and the Americans are negotiating with the leader of Hamas, I don't get it. Like, wh- whoever that guy is, why is he alive? Why is he negotiating? I know he's probably hidden away somewhere in Qatar or one of these countries, but... What do you mean negotiating with Hamas? we got to kill every one of them. We killed the number two. Why not kill the number one?
1: So, uh, you know, Sid, i gotta, I got to, if I may for one second, uh, put on my observant Jew hat and say that, you know, if we look at this entire war, in fact, if we look at the state of Israel— through a human logical lens we're going to lose our mind because none of it makes any sense you know they talk of occupation we haven't been in Gaza since in you know 2005 it's not occupation it's one big lie and so if we look at this from a human perspective and a logical perspective we're going to lose our minds so we need to at least this is the way i look at it say you know what this is this is god pulling the strings i don't know why he's doing what he's doing but At the end of the day, we know the ending. It's going to be a good ending. Um, But everything you're saying is true. I I don't know how to explain it. The whole thing is ridiculous. I mean, it's It's crazy. Counterlogical. Yeah,
0: you're right. If you only have a 401K, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply.
1: Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year. From first match, must keep rate for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.
0: So Saturday, I spent the day in a shul in Woodmere. I know you're familiar with the Long Island. My dear friend, Dove Hyken, who spent the better part of four decades as a Brooklyn assemblyman, he invited me to his shul, and the Rabbi Bloomstein uh, brought me up to the Torah, had an aliyah, I spoke at the Kiddush afterwards, and then I actually had lunch at the rabbi's house. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. And what arose that day, Hillel Fold, was a serious conversation about bringing this show, Sid and Friends, in the morning to Jerusalem. Now, as proud a Jew as I am, and I think right now I'm about the biggest voice in this country for you guys out there. I've never been to Israel. And I really want to go, and I think now is the perfect time to take this show and show real solidarity. But people have said to me, said I wouldn't go now because it's too dangerous. Others have said dangerous. I feel safer in Jerusalem than New York City. You tell me, Hillel, is it too dangerous or should we come?
1: It's absolutely not too dangerous. I think this is the safest place for Jews in the world right now. Uh, I have a I have a guest suite open, ready for you, so you could stay by me. But <laughs> nice. you know, really, I mean, this is it, it absolutely you, you. You know better than to believe what you know what people say and what the media depicts. It's it's safe. You're gonna you know you're gonna love it. I don't know when the last time you were here, but you know, it's never. absolutely safe for Jews. And oh, you're never here. Well, never, okay. no. Then you need to come for sure. I no, mean, I don't know. I'll just say I, I don't. I don't. I know how we're getting out of this. I know we're going to win this war. I don't know how Jews around the world are going to get out of it. I mean, it's it's pretty scary times over there. So I I would definitely recommend you come visit.
0: Last 30 seconds, again, as a guy living in Israel. And you talk about me. You were surprised by my popularity. You're a rock star, Hillel Fold. You're the man, your whole family. Uh, How do you feel, Benjamin? You're welcome. How do you feel Benjamin Netanyahu has done up to this point? I don't mean October 6th, when clearly Israeli intelligence got taken by surprise. Since the war started, how would you rate Netanyahu's performance?
1: Well, I'll first start with a disclaimer and say that i'm I'm fundamentally opposed to talking about politics in the middle of a war. Uh, i don't you know talk about it on social media. I don't think it's the right time. having said that, uh you know I didn't vote for netanyahu I'm not a big Netanyahu you know fan, but uh, I think that there are not many people that I could think of who would be able to withstand the immense global international pressure that's being applied to to us right now to Netanyahu you know to cease fire and to all of the pressure that he's he's withstanding. Uh, To me, I believe he he is better equipped to do that than almost any other politician in Israel.
0: You're the man, Hillel. Listen, I want to wish uh, you and your family out there a happy Thanksgiving. We'll do a lot more of these conversations, I promise you, because uh, my fans love when you come on as well. So we'll do it again, if not next week, the week after. But happy holidays. Stay safe. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You're the man, Hillel Fold, right there.